Oh, yeah. Should I close the window? I I don't care. I mean, sure. It's not really loud. It's just birds. It's it's ambience. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's true. It'll, It'll be like you're recording in the jungle. Yeah, uh, I feel like we should start with follow-up, which um, I think you're recording. Well, first, we should say this is episode 20, which I feel like Woo-hoo. deserves a celebration of some sort. I have nothing to celebrate with except for a mug of coffee, which is enough for me, but that's exciting. So if, you're, if you've been listening since the beginning and you're still listening, well, thank you. And if you just joined us, that's great, too. We've... I don't, it feels like 20 went by pretty quick, although it did go by quicker than it seems because some of those episodes, a few weeks, we had multiple episodes because of interviews. So we have not been doing this for 20 weeks yet. (laughs) It's just hard to tell because time means nothing right now. It's, it's all the same. Every day is a week is 2020. So we are at episode 2020 or episode 20. Episode 20 of 2020. Right. Uh, yeah. I say a time that's like right now is like Vegas. There is no time really. <laughs> that's a good analogy. When you go to Vegas, you have no idea what's happening. So Especially like when school let out in the spring early, my kids like would ask me all the time, what day is it? What day is it? Because I had no reason to know what freaking day it was. <laughs> like they had nothing to do basically except watch right. PB- PBS for like an hour and a half a day. Right. They hated it so much. I finally just said, okay, I'll find other educational things for you to do. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's 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 just uh, everybody who's listening can agree. It's just been very strange. So uh, on a more exciting note for follow-up, last uh, for the last couple of weeks we've been talking about you have been waiting um, very patiently but probably very anxiously for uh, a new computer and why don't you tell us about that yeah so on monday well the estimated delivery date was like the 11th to the 18th so on monday i got a text and it said you know from apple saying something had been delivered and i was like what which was confusing because i never got a text saying it had been shipped and so i was on a zoom call so i was like hold on guys i ran to the door because which I was also surprised because it was FedEx and they didn't ask anyone to sign for it. So I'm glad I went out there real quick because you don't leave a $1,200 computer on someone's doorstep. I'll take that up with them later. Um, <laughs> uh, and I actually like opened it up during the call <laughs> and showed it. So it you, was did, a, you did an unboxing video. Yes, there I did. You go. <laughs> it was just like the culture committee. So it wasn't okay. like I was in the middle of like a big all company or something like that. But uh, you know that's but, like a uh, thing, right? People, re- I mean, YouTube is full of videos of people just unboxing stuff, like just taking it out of the box. <laughs> it's it's uh, a thing. There's a whole there's unbox therapy. One of the original channels that does that has like 12 million subscribers. Right, so check that out. There you know. go. If it has that many subscribers, it might be worth watching. That's not a definitive statement for any content, though. <laughs> right. Um, so. so you got it early. I got it early. Um, I got it all set up. The process was easy. I just did um, the migration assistant, um, and I conveniently forgot that to get one of those anchor, what do you call them, the things that you plug into the side. I was like, uh-huh. where are the freaking USBs? <laughs> so luckily, yes. I was able to order that on one day, a one-day free shipping, so I just got it yesterday, and I have everything all hooked up now. Yeah, so you were coming from 2015. 
2015 MacBook Air, which had MagSafe port, USB-A, probably an SD slot, probably another USB on the other side. It, yeah, it had two USBs. It didn't have HDMI or anything, so I had to use um, a converter. An adapter, but... yeah. And then and so the new ones just have straight up two USB-Cs, and that's for power. That's for everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I... I I remember the text message was something like, what the heck is up with these USB ports? What am I supposed to do with all this stuff I have to plug in? And I'm like, well, I do think I might have recommended. And there's there's several of them. I actually have two of them. Um, and I the one that I think I recommended to you, there's a specific reason. I had mentioned it in the gift guide, but... The idea is you you slide it into the two slots. You can then plug your power into it. It has two USB-Cs, two USB-As, an SD reader, a mini SD reader, an HDMI port, so you can plug in a monitor. And then this particular one also, interestingly, has a lightning port. And the reason I thought that was kind of cool is if you have a pair of earbuds that came with an iPhone over the last couple of, you know, they don't include earbuds anymore. But the most recent earbuds that they were including have a lightning port, right? Well, your laptop has a normal 3.5 millimeter, so just have a pair of headphones. You can plug them into that. But if all you have are the earbuds with mm-hmm. the lightning port, now you can plug that into your laptop as well, which is kind of cool. So Yeah, yeah. I really like it. I mean, everything's seamlessly set up. You know, there was no installation type thing I had to do. The only thing I wish it had, and this is because I do not prefer a Bluetooth keyboard, um, is one more USB because I have to unplug something in to plug in my um, plug in the podcast mic, but that's oh. you know once a week. But I do have one of those um, like these things I could try out, but I didn't know how well the connectivity would work um, with if I plugged it in if it was going to mess anything up. But I might play with that some. So that's a USB A hub. Yeah. yeah, it it would probably work. It it might not work for your USB mic right there because that needs power. And so you'd be better off plugging that one into the Anchor. So the one that Jess got, I believe, was the Anchor 8-in-1, probably, USB-C yes. hub. Or was 8-in-1 or 8-in-2, I'm sorry. Two. It's 8-in-2, yeah. that's correct, because there are two USB-Cs that plug in to the side, and then it has eight ports. I'll, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. That one will give power to anything that's plugged into it that needs it. But once you plug that other adapter in, I can't promise you that would be the case. But you right. could certainly plug like your Bluetooth or your whatever your mic. You your, although it might be time to step up into the world and just get yourself a wireless. No, I like it like this because I had a wireless one before and it would run out of batteries all the time. And I would be banging it on my desk like a angry woman. And I just don't want to be that. Just plug it in. It's fine. But what I also like about the anchor thing too is you can just un, you know, pull it off. And if I want to bring my computer to a different location, there's no, you know, cumbersome disconnection process. All my cords are still in there, so the next time I'm plugging in, everything will just come right back up. Right. And uh, I, since I didn't have it yet yesterday, it didn't come until last night. I worked in a different room and didn't use the battery all day. I didn't plug it in all day. I think after like four five hours i was still at 83 percent right <laughs> like insane right. like i could bring this anywhere yeah i could probably bring it out a weekend trip and yeah. even if i needed to use it for a few hours i have no problem at all so that yeah that was pretty cool and i also found that and i texted you yesterday 
I feel a little bit less of a need for two screens because I think I was relying on a second screen sometimes because I would do something on one screen while I was waiting for something to load on the other screen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still like two screens for things for certain things that I'm doing, but it's much easier to work on one screen. Right. Yeah. And since you're used to a 13 inch screen on your laptop, this is the same. Uh, some people who come from like a larger laptop would have a harder time going down to just the one screen. But yeah, I, I, I think if you're used to working with two screens, there's no reason not to continue. You can just plug the HDMI right into that, you know, adapter. So the nice thing about that uh, anchor one, I also have one from hyperdrive, which I really like, which is, it's almost the exact same thing. It, it, the only difference is it doesn't have the lightning port, but it does have a ethernet port. Which does me no good down here because I'm on Wi-Fi. Do people still use Ethernet? Well, there is actually a use for it. Um, not for the internet necessarily, but if you have a network storage drive, if you're doing lots of video editing or that kind of stuff, you might be using like a Synology or a different network drive that has Ethernet so that you can connect much faster than you can through USB. But anyway... Um, the nice thing about them is they're small enough that, you know, if you were going somewhere, but you still wanted to have the ability to say, stick a card reader in it, you can just toss that, that little uh, hub in your, in your bag or your purse or something. It's not this right. huge mess of things. So I agree. Yeah. I don't really use SD cards for anything. Um, I imagine you would more in photography or things like that, but yeah. I mean, the only pictures I take are on my iPhone. Well, there you go. Then that, that takes care of that problem for you. <laughs> But uh, so what are some of the uh, your initial thoughts? It's faster, obviously. So I guess we should, if you hadn't listened to the past episodes, you should tell people what, what you actually bought. Yeah. So I bought now, I can't remember all of the specs, but I bought, you know, the, the brand new, um, MacBook Air. Um, and I added some extra storage and memory to it. Um, it was supposed to be gold, but it came in and it's like a beautiful rose gold, which I was even more thrilled about because I love rose gold. And uh, bes besides that, what I can say about is it being faster, it's very res responsive. I haven't, I feel like I need to take maybe some kind of tutorial of like the best features of it or like, you know, maybe read an article by some cool author. <laughs> I know of a few. <laughs> But I mean, just like my general day to day. So like I open up, I use Google Docs and spreadsheets so much. And I used to open one up and it would take a good 10 to 15 seconds. And if you were to actually count to 15 out loud, that's a while to load everything, including all the content, all the images, all of the comments. And now it's just like literally. That's it. Right. Yeah. It's instant. Everything's instant. So I think I should wait another like five years at least till I get one. So then I'll be even more, I'll have experienced this type of euphoria again. <laughs> I think that the exact quote you sent me was, it's like my old computer on cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, and I, you... I think that's just what they did. They directly, they didn't put a new chip in there. They just like injected it like a cocaine chip. And right. Uh, that's that's the technical term for what they did. I, I think that in you, I remember you, had asked several times if it was going to be worth it or would you notice a difference? And, and I was confident you would because I had been using basically the best 13 inch laptop you can buy from Apple. I didn't have a 16 inch MacBook pro, but I had a 13 inch MacBook pro. It was essentially as maxed out as it could possibly be. 
and I have this basically the same MacBook Air now that you do, and it's ridiculously faster than the one I was using. So I knew that compared to the one you were using, it was going to blow your mind. And it it sounds like that's exactly what happened. It's definitely, definitely delivered. I actually, when I was resetting my, once I got the anchor thing yesterday, I cleared off my desk completely. I cleaned it because like I'll eat at my desk and crap sometimes. And I always have like sodas or whatever. I cleaned it all up. I got everything reset up. Um, some a different product over here to my side. I want to talk about when we talk about um, working remotely for a while. Um, since we have that on the agenda, but I kind of like it feels a little renewed. I feel like less stressed out waiting for things to load, not having to restart my computer when it starts being slow and you know and cumbersome. So that's been great. One um, of one of the things I had when I was trying to put down on paper my initial thoughts about using one, not just my initial thoughts upon them announcing it, which were good, but actually having used it was that it was the first time I'd really used a computer that was faster, fast enough that it was doing things faster than I needed it to do. And what I mean by that is like, could it be faster? Probably but it was fast enough to handle everything that I needed it to do without me feeling like it, there was anything that was slowing it down. So like if it's any faster than that, that's just a bonus. Like who cares? I don't need it to be faster than that, but it probably is. And that's the first time that that's ever been the case. Even with my iMac, even with my MacBook pro, there are always still times when I'm like, okay, let's go. And they're not, it doesn't, they're not slow computers by any means, but I pushed them and there's still always times when I'm like, really? Come on. You're you're the best iMac that you can buy right now. Why am I waiting? Right. Yeah, I was really hesitant not to go with a pro because in my mind, the pros were the most powerful. And you really, you helped me convince me to go with the Air and that it would be just as powerful for being and less bulky and less expensive. And, you know, it's true. And like, I feel like my video looks so crisp. I don't know. It's like I got a makeover. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was uh, I was on a call yesterday and I was um, texting with one of my friends who knew I got a new one and she was on the call too and I was like, damn, I look good on this on this computer and she was like, she was like, your hair looks amazing and your your skin looks so fresh. And I'm like, it's not me, it's the computer. I swear. <laughs> and the funny thing is, they didn't even really improve the cameras. They did. They're doing some like digital and image signal processing, but that's the one area that Apple has not. I mean, although it it might be slightly better than the one that you moved up from. But I think what the, what the thing I like about hearing you talk about it is most of the time I'm reading or listening or talking to people who like do this for a living, talk about it. Right. But in the things that if you're a tech reviewer or a tech writer or analyst, the things that you care about are sort of at the edge cases, right? How fast can it export 11 streams of 4k video? Like that, Nobody does. That. Nobody except for like there's 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 2,500 people in the world that need to do that right now, right? right? Like, yes. and they're all on YouTube for the most part. The rest of the people who are going to buy this care about like, did it give me peace of mind? Does it feel better? Does it help me do things faster? Does it does like can I open 11 tabs and not worry about having to restart my computer? That's a big deal, mm. right? And, no, it really is, especially when you spend all day on a computer if you're in that. In that type of profession, which uh, writers are absolutely 
<laughs> or pretty much um, a lot of people who aren't essential workers are in front of a computer all day. So right. That, um, this is probably, it was a timely place for me to do it. So. Yeah, I'm excited for you. I, I actually got a text message today from my mom who asked, um, her question to me was, some, it was basically if I was going to buy a, hypothetically, if someone, she didn't say someone, she said old woman, but I'm not going to read a text from my mom saying, calling her an old woman, I know better. But if it, if someone needed a new iPad, what would you recommend? And I said, I love these kind of questions. And I ended up calling her and talking her through it. But my point was, I enjoy getting new tech and new devices as much as anybody. But I find that I enjoy helping other people spend their money on tech just as much as I enjoy doing it myself. So... Yeah, I think you were just as excited as I was, really. (laughs) I mean, like you texted me back right away. You're like, "Woohoo! How's it feel? What are you? Are you? Are you playing with it?" I'm like, "Still migrating." (laughs) (laughs) But it but it even does that faster because migrating a system is one of the, you know, your old iMac. I mean, your old MacBook Air was probably the limiting factor, but migration assistant is like a pretty taxing thing, and it's still faster. It was maybe 20 minutes, but I mean, we were. I don't know if it depends how much Wi-Fi you're using throughout the house because I didn't have them directly connected. And I told gotcha. Marcus, I'm like, could you please turn off your Candy Crush or whatever for a few minutes? So, because I think this is actually going to go faster. And it did. The only weird thing was um, there were a couple of apps that didn't transfer over automatically. And I'm not sure if they should have or not, but it did not um, have Slack or Zoom on there. So I just installed them real quick. But it automatically logged me in. So it knew me. It right. just didn't download them. Yeah, there you go. So no, no biggie. Yeah. So we should talk about a couple of new topics, and ironically, basically everything that I I personally not that this is the only stuff we should talk about, but the only things that I thought of all happened in the last twenty four hours. And there's one that I didn't even add, so we can get to that one if we have time. Um, but I did briefly want to mention the um, headphones because so, in the biggest reason I want to is your comment back to me about how you don't use headphones. Um, so yesterday, Apple introduced what they're calling AirPods. So it's Wednesday when we're recording this. So on Tuesday, when if you're listening to this on Thursday, it wasn't yesterday, it was the day before. But for us recording this yesterday, on Tuesday, Apple introduced what they're calling the AirPods Max, which are over-the-ear headphones. And they are all the way extravagant in the sense that they are $550, which... Like, you can buy a computer, a D, a, well, a kind of crappy computer for that much, but an okay you, one. You can almost buy a Mac Mini for that amount. Not quite, True. but almost, you in, it's more expensive than the phones that we, the iPhone SEs that we bought our daughters. And there's at least one, you can buy an iPhone XR for less than that. So they are... They are expensive. You could buy a PlayStation 5 for less than. Yeah. So what makes these so amazing? I mean, I used some Skull Candy over the ear headphones that I bought for like 150 bucks, And I like those. They work just, I mean, they cancel noise. They work great. They're comfortable. They have a super long battery life. What makes this worth $500? Or, I mean, or is it? Well, yeah, that's a fair question. I think what's, what's. I, I can't entirely answer what makes it because I have not, there are no reviews yet. All we know is what Apple has said about them. They are 
<clears throat> active noise canceling and they are supposedly high fidelity sound, which means something specific. If you're an audiophile, somebody who cares a lot about that sort of thing. I, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm not a, um, audiophile by any means. I'm a little bit of a headphone snob and that I, I mean, I'm wearing right now the Sony WH 1000 XM4. Yeah, I kind of saw you smirk when I said I had skull candy. Yeah. And you were like, <laughs> like, yeah. And these are if full disclosure, the pair that I'm using right now is a pair that Sony <laughs> sent me to review. I did not buy these, but the headphones that I've bought are a pair of the Bowers and Wilkins PX sevens, which are also like $400 headphones, like very nice headphones noise canceling very comfortable very very good sound so i am interested to try them out the apple um airpods max um and so i will be doing that next week i i don't know if they're worth 550 dollars. it's kind of they have to be pretty amazing because both of the headphones that i own well both of the headphones i have i don't own this pair um are really <laughs> really good sounding headphones like they sound really good and they're 200 dollars less than that yeah i'm actually looking at the airpods airpods max website right now and all the features like it says theater like sound quality um stainless steel frame that's wired at the top to like reduce the amount of pressure on the top of your head um, yes these it, don't seem like a telescoping arms okay well, all headphone tabs <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm imagining, I mean, they, I believe that I have no doubt that they're very well made, right? Like they, and they look nice. Um, one of the most interesting things about them that may not be interesting to anyone who's listening to this, but I find it interesting is there are a lot of things that were rumored about these headphones that were just completely wrong. Would people assume that they would have touch, right? That you could just tap them to do things, but they don't, they actually have the same digital crown that you have on your yeah. watch. Which I actually think is cool. I like that for rotating the, the, I like knowing like, oh, I just find that spot and do that. Um, whereas these headphones that I'm wearing right now, you like swipe up and down and tap and do different weird touch things. And so I don't, I don't know. The spatial audio, you don't have to have the head AirPods Max to get that. The AirPods Pro has it and it is, it's ridiculously good. I use that word because if you're watching something that takes advantage of it, which are like surround sound type things. Um, and a lot of the content on say Apple TV plus, for example, and I think now a lot of the stuff on Disney plus has it. It's, it's crazy because when you're looking at the TV, it sounds like it's coming from front of you. But if you turn like the sound stay, like it really feels like you're immersed in it. So that part is really cool. Um, it's almost like VR for sound. I think that's a, fair way of describing it i mean I don't maybe, know maybe i'm be. into these analogies today <laughs> yeah no i think i mean it's it's very sci-fi it's it, it's it's actually the first time so i turned on the tv show c which is on apple tv plus it's i'll be honest it's not a great show but i happened to know that it would be a good one to try this with and it was it was it was very cool i think the reason i thought it was interesting is I personally think the reason I have a pair of AirPods Pro, the reason I have nice headphones is I'm wearing them all day long. I'm, you know, when I'm editing a podcast or video or something, I'm wearing a pair of over the ear headphones like these or the, the Bowers and Wilkins when I'm having zoom calls, which like, that's what we do, right? <laughs> so we have zoom calls. 
I'm using my AirPods Pro all the time. I listen to a lot of other podcasts when I'm out and about doing things. And so I'm using my AirPods Pro a lot. And so I personally think that in, we talked about this for, especially for people who don't have a door to shut, a pair of noise canceling headphones is a big thing, but you talked about, or you mentioned you don't ever wear headphones, even on zoom calls. Not often. No. Why? Why? I don't, maybe I don't want something over in my ears. I don't, I prefer it not to. I think the sound, it sounds fine. Um, and usually I'm just on mute unless I'm going to say something. And so I'm just, then I'll unmute and then remute. So it's not like people are having to listen to the crap that's going on in my house. And I, which that being said, my cats are playing under the tree right now, which is my door. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Uh, so sorry about that sound, but I just, uh, I mean, I use them on airplanes. I use, um, and I use them if I'm, I'm traveling, uh, when, like if I'm on a car ride, I never drive. Marcus always drives and I, I sleep and I read and I watch movies. Very lucky. <laughs> but now, yeah, now I, I would agree. So if you're, if you're on a meeting and you're on mute and you're just listening, a pe- uh, pair of headphones or earbuds for, let's be honest for zoom headphones are not necessarily, I would never sit on a zoom call except like I am right now because only because I'm monitoring what we sound like, right? Normally on a Zoom, I would be wearing my AirPods. And the reason I wear earbuds when I'm on a meeting is because of all of the other people around. I feel it's easier for me to engage with the meeting when I don't feel like what's happening here on the screen is being broadcast to everyone else ah. in my space. Does that make sense? Like I right. feel feels like I can shut the door because mm-hmm. nobody else can hear those conversations. Right. It's not that I mean, they're yeah, usually my kids aren't out here. Right. Um, they're not, I mean, they're at school right now, so. That makes when, sense. But and, when they are home, I would use use them more, but it's like, if they can usually, if they hear me on a call, they usually will kind of like steer away from me. <laughs> they won't come to me because they're also old enough to know. Right. Okay, mom's on a call or they'll like signal to me from the side, like, and like whisper, can I have a popsicle? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Now, the other side of it, I would say, and I, and this is not, I mean, you and I have had a other, even beyond the podcast, I've had lots of Zoom meetings together, but so this is not in response to that. But I do think in general, even with like the earbuds that you have in just the old generic Apple Air earbuds, having that microphone closer on a Zoom call, you do sound better, which mm-hmm. if you're just listening to most of the meeting, that doesn't really matter. But if you right. are someone who is leading a meeting, I personally think that's a big deal for two reasons. One, if other people are unmuted and Zoom is trying to figure out who's talking, the better you sound, the easier it is for Zoom to keep you hi- you know, highlighted and stuff. And then the mm-hmm. other part of it is just, you know, Zoom meetings can be exhausting when you're just, when you're listening to things if it's hard to hear the person especially, right? And so sometimes if they're in an in an environment that's this is what I like about the AirPods if there is other noise going around, the AirPods or other in here, even like what you have on because of where the mic is, do a better job of blocking out that noise, not for your sake, but for the sake of the people who are listening to you. Does that right. make sense? Okay. So yeah. I, I'm not suggesting, I'm not trying to change your mind. I do think that like for, especially for people who are leading, if you're listening to this and you are responsible for leading a lot of Zoom meetings, putting on a pair of headphones with a microphone, not the kind, not like a, you know, drive through microphone i'm saying like a pair you know an inline <laughs> microphone will do a fa- is 
the people who are on the meeting will appreciate that. I do think it'd be really fun if you're leading a meeting and you just had like just a microphone, like you're, you know, rocking. like this. I should just have my my boom microphone yeah. coming in yes. front of me, <laughs> or like especially if you could be holding the microphone, just be like. Right. Oh, yeah. I should just get, I've got, you know, one of those SM58 handheld yes. microphones. I should just stand here like this. On check, check, check. It's like, all right, everyone, can I have your attention, please? I have something I'd like to say to the group now that we're all here. It would be like you're standing in front of a group of people at a meeting right. and you have a microphone. I, I should try that sometime. I probably right. won't, but that's okay. My only other thing with the AirPods Max is I don't like how they call them pods because yeah. to me, this is a pod. Right, the little earbuds. Right, I, I I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you. I actually sent, put this out yesterday that to me, AirPods Max feels like the wrong branding for these because AirPods are a thing you stick in your ear, right? Exactly. And these are actually, in my mind, what you would get if you crossed an AirPod and a HomePod, right? Yeah. So they're like head pods, <laughs> which is a bad name yeah. too. But head pods. Head But I mean, they're five hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. That's almost the cost of two full-sized HomePods, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so these are not, they're not, I agree with you. That, and again, Apple has been doing this for a long time, so they're not going to take my advice or care what I think. And I don't think the branding is going to change it because right now they're basically sold out. <laughs> if you order them now, you can you can expect them in like 14 weeks. I feel like if I see someone wearing these and be like, oh, you have plenty of dispensable income. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, you care. It's kind of like, well, I mean, that's that's the way you would probably, I mean, would you feel the same way if you saw somebody wearing bows? No. Headphones? No, not really. I mean, okay, if I want to, obviously, I just bought this computer. If I want to spend $500 on something, I can, but this, we buy what's important to us. I just right. can't see that $500 air. AirPods being right. that important to many to many people, but apparently they are because they're sold out. So. Right, and before people send me messages, I do understand that like the Bose Quiet Comfort, which are the really super popular ones, are only like two hundred and seventy bucks. So you could buy two pairs of those for the price of these. I I understand that. My point is just yes, if you see anytime you see a pair of headphones like that with it that don't say Skull Candy on them. <laughs> oh my right. no! Have you ever used Skull Candy one? I don't know no. right now. <laughs> I have not. No, they're over. They're not like the Skull Candy ear right. plug-in ones. They're the over the head, and they work really great. I think that you should review them. I probably. I, I would be surprised. We probably do. I'm. I'm fairly confident that there is a pair of them in this house somewhere. I like. I like to go to Best Buy when I was looking for some new headphones. I like to go to Best Buy, and I like you know in a time that was different you could go and try them all on and see how they sound i was in there for like an hour and a half like i tried every single one about (laughs) three times before i decided which one i want which one i thought was the best roi (laughs) basically well and i will say that the these are the the one the bowers and wilkins are my favorite headphones so when it comes to sound quality these will be what i'll be comparing them to and these are the other thing that's nice about these these are the px7s they are very comfortable, like very comfortable to wear, in my opinion. The um, the ones I ha- on the Sonys, the nice thing about them is that they have by far the best noise cancellation. So it's like when I compare the sound, I'm going to compare them to the Bowers and Watkins. When I compare the noise cancellation, I'm going to have to compare them to these. So 
we'll see. But I do think it's worth, you're right, when it comes to what I'm talking about, which is having a good pair of headphones you can use on Zoom calls, probably the Skull I'm not making the recommendation, but probably the Skull Candies are of the caliber that somebody needs. I will say I've written a lot about the AirPods Pro and the just normal AirPods. They're probably my favorite. And the reason is simply how how easy they are to use, right? Like if if I was using them right now on on this computer and then I decided to listen to something on my phone, it just switches automatically and that kind of thing. I that's what Marcus seems to be enjoying his, but yeah. I've now noticed like I I'll turn around sometimes and say something to him or I'll walk into the room and he doesn't know I'm there. They're that well, they're <laughs> that good with noise canceling. So he doesn't have to listen to me all day anymore. Uh, <laughs> I can always tell if he has them, you know, I'll check and see if he hasn't, hasn't in, but I think he really likes them. So, and I have also since, you know, we set budgets for each other for Christmas kind of, I have like nothing else to wrap for him. <laughs> so he's actually in our bedroom right now, wrapping my presents <laughs> because oh, he wow. said, I'll, I'll do that while you're on your podcast. So I won't be in the same room. Oh, nice. That's, but I did nice just realize I have a couple, since, you know, it's pandemic times and we, you know, stay home most nights. We are, I mean, we got the tree up. We've been chopping firewood. We have all the presents <laughs> are wrapped so far that as they come in, they're under the tree. We're wrapping them every night. And I just realized I have a couple of things from his, from my parents to wrap for him. Um, speak technology wise. My, do you know what an ember cup is? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I, I told my wife I wanted one and she laughed at me. Oh, he, he got, he got one from my parents. So. Didn't I think we had that conversation because wasn't I talking one time about like a coffee mug that you can heat up and you sent me the link. You're like, I think this is the one you're talking about. And so then I sent it to, to Beth and she's like, really? You want one of those? Well, she's they like, are. Exp- they she's are like, it's $99. You really want one of those? <laughs> well, I think when his was like 150 maybe. I don't know. But There's I two different sizes. That. You're right. Oh, I knew my parents would get it for him because they got my sister-in-law one last year. So that'd be kind of rude. <laughs> I think to be honest, in in my wife's defense, the reason that she did that probably it wasn't a that it was probably ridiculous to ask is that we have a cupboard, and I have a collection in this cupboard of coffee mugs with a lot of coffee mugs. I have like I don't know two dozen Starbucks from different. You know how you can get the ones where we were. I probably have two dozen mugs in there. And so, yeah. So we should talk about some of the other tips for people who might end up working remotely for a while. The headphones was a good segue into that sort of. And I was just curious because, you know, I know that you've worked remotely for a long time. I've worked remotely for a long time. I wrote an article this morning about some tips for working remotely. I'm happy to go through some of those, but I'm curious what some of the ones that you have are for our listeners. Yeah, I read your article earlier, and um, number two struck me pretty well. Um, number one is to do something else first. Um, but, you know, doing something else, with, like reading a book, whatever. I did that this morning, actually. I read a book a little bit. Um, you said, or make breakfast for your kids. That doesn't happen for me. My kids get up way too early and make their own breakfast. <laughs> well, and I will just – so I'll put a link to the article. Yep, the first thing I suggest – although they're not necessarily in order – but this one happens to be in order because if you tell someone to do something first, then it, then it's first. But my, the point is when you get out of bed in the morning, if you work from home, don't just immediately start answering emails because then you'll never have separation between work and not work. So find something to do, whether that's go for a walk, make breakfast, 
because a lot of people who work from home and I'm guilty of this sometimes you just get up and you just start working because it's just there, right? <laughs> There's work. I can just, I get out of bed, do my thing. And then I go. So my, I encourage people to, even if it's for 15 minutes, read the newspaper, read a book, right? Just do something. Got, it's kind of funny. Cause I got on a call early ish the other day. And um, I had decided, I was like, I'm going to like shower and put myself together today, even though I had no plan to go anywhere. And then someone on the call was like, Jess, like your hair is done and you have makeup on. Like, it's, what's going on? I'm like, I, I don't know. It just kind of happened. I'm trying something here. <laughs> I got a new computer. <laughs> because... It's not really me. It's just the computer. <laughs> it wasn't the computer, actually. It was before I got it. But it was, I know what you, I know what you mean. Um, so something I... Um, defining your space is a big deal to me, especially as someone that doesn't have a door. And that's when I got my new computer. I kind of like reassigned my desk. My I like my workspace. It's it's good. It functions. You, even if you don't have a door, it doesn't mean you can't work at home successfully. Um, but I've noticed working remotely, especially during this time, um, my friends always used to say, this is back a few years ago when I started working remotely all the time, that we'll never see Jess anymore because she will just stay home. <laughs> she doesn't have to go to the office. So I'll get kind of, um, especially this time of year, today is sunny and 72, but on gloomy days, I really do feel like I suffer from some of that seasonal affective type disorder, which is really, really bad for productivity. So what I recently bought myself was this light therapy lamp. Oh. You can see, don't look directly into the light, but it sits like it's supposed to sit like six to twelve, the whatever your comfort level is away from your face, like inches away from your face, and you don't look at it directly, just like you wouldn't look directly at the sun. But it's supposed to help you like improve your mood, improve your productivity, sharpen your focus. So that's one thing I had to. I'm always so afraid I'm gonna look right at it. My eyes are crap anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, but so that's one thing that I would recommend It's like invest, investing in some kind of self-care, whether it's getting a light therapy lamp or taking a break going for a walk, or maybe we talked about this today in our house, like, uh, go get, um, you know, go get a massage or something. If that is something that you're able to do in your area, I don't know, <laughs> because it's so, so many things that we do for self-care aren't very, are not either that safe right now, or they're not accessible. Like, so, like, I remember, like, my daughter really wanted a pedicure a few months ago, and we had to, like, full mask and shield up and everything, mm. which kind of took away from the experience a little bit yeah. because it was like, is this okay? <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Um, what about you? Well, and you mentioned, you mentioned number two. We didn't actually talk about it, so I'll just briefly mention that, which was to define your space. And I think if you're going to work remotely, for any period of time, even if it's only a day or two a week, but you're going to be doing that every week, then you should have a space that you can land, right? You, you should have, it, maybe it's not a quote desk and maybe it's not in a quote office, but you need to have somewhere that you can, the idea is it needs to have everything that you need so that you don't have to spend a half an hour setting up a space just so that you can work. And it shouldn't be at your kitchen table if you're going to use the kitchen table for something else because then you have to clear it off, right? You, it doesn't mean you should be able to make a mess somewhere. I try to keep my desk relatively clean, but it has everything on it I need, right? I can sit down and I don't have to set up to record a podcast. I don't have to 
you know, <clears throat> get my keyboard case or my keyboard out of my backpack. It's sitting here on the desk. It's, this is my space. And I remember when we were working for the same company and when the pandemic started, everybody, including the people in the New York office started working remotely. What was so interesting is they would all be in a different place every time they had a meeting. But the reason wasn't, you know, you and I do that sometimes. I'm going to, I'm, I, I don't do it as much anymore, but I'm going to take this meeting from upstairs or I'm going to take this meeting from, you know, take it from your bedroom. But the point is when you have to hunker down to work, you had a spot. Right. right. And so I think and plus New York real estate is so small. And so it's really hard <laughs> to carve out a dedicated space, especially if you have someone else who's working from home right. temporarily. Uh, but that, even I if it's, Im- even if, even if you legitimately went and bought a, um, you know, a TV dinner table, you know, one of those folding little yeah. tables to eat, <laughs> even if that's literally what you got and that was it, but you could, you could have it so that you knew like, this is where I work. Right. I think mentally that does something for you. And even just as important, you can walk away from it, right? I'm not working anymore. My work is over there. I'm going to go over here now. And I think that's, I think that that's helpful to. I think it also does something for the people you live with, because if my kids see me on the couch doing whatever on my computer, I could be working, but they, they think of the couch as a leisure, the living room, that's a leisure place. If they see me at my desk, they might, um, if I'm not on a call, they might come up and ask me a question. Um, last week, my daughter came up while I was working and I was stressed out because like they just wouldn't leave me alone all day. I love, I love my kids. We all love our kids. But she was like, can I show you this TikTok video? And I was like, I am working. <laughs> but like, I think that the other people in my house generally know, okay, mom's at work or Marcus when Jess is working right now if I'm at my desk. Right. And that's I you know, one of my um my other favorite things is to shut the door or if you don't have a door, a Christmas Put up a tree. tree. <laughs> or if you, if that doesn't work, having a pair of headphones, some sort of a signal that people who live in your home, when they see that, they're like, Oh, she's working. If I have headphones on, they know I'm working. If my door is shut, they know I'm working or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. but having, because that way you don't have to be the bad guy and say, mom's working right now. I can't, I can't do that. Or right. So I, I think that that's a really helpful. helpful Mine will thing. kind of peek around the corner and they'll see if there's a zoom up. They've gotten <laughs> like that advanced to see it. Like, Oh, are there other people on there? Right. <laughs> so the, the last one I would mention, and then if you have any more is to decide when you start your day, when you're going to quit, right? Like to figure out what is my stopping point today? And I think your stopping point shouldn't be when I get this much stuff done. It should be, I'm stopping at 415. I'm, you know, like when I'm, when we're done recording this, I'm, I'm going to be done. I'm not going to keep finding, because there's a, there's literally, I have an infinite amount of things to do. It just doesn't stop, right? Stuff is always have, I have four articles that I could probably write today. Still, I'm not going to, because I have other things. I have a family, I have children, I have like a life. And so I've made a decision and I try to do that. And it's even a great idea to communicate that to your spouse or partner or roommate or children or whoever it is. Like I will be done at this time because one, that makes you accountable. And two, it creates expectations with them. But I think that that's really important because if you don't have, if you know, in an office, everybody leaves at 4.30, someone turns the lights off, it's over. It, that, right. doesn't, that doesn't happen at home. Right. I think that's, I'm 
guilty of that sometimes because when you work in a organization, things will come up, especially if you're in different time zones. I've seen a couple people, and I'm considered doing this myself, they'll put on their Slack um, as their status, their working hours, and I or turn off your notifications when you're not working. Like, right. I don't, I mean, I'll send them a message, but I don't expect you to respond anytime soon. Right. Especially now, I, I work with, uh, I have a research assistant in the Philippines. I know I sent her a message. It was 1.06 a.m. her time, but her notifications are off. I know I'll probably be getting a message from her about 6 in the morning when I'm still sleeping. And that's fine. We just know we have those expectations. So one thing that's cool for me about working in this space where I have the windows everywhere, there's even a window in front of me, which you can't see, is when the sun starts coming down, I can't see very well on my screens. So that's always a good indicator for me to, you know, it's time to wind down or it's time to stop. Mm-hmm. It's just different in the summer because I could work a lot later. <laughs> but it, <laughs> like when we're in the winter, it actually is kind of a kind of helpful cue. Right. I really like, but I also, and I might start implementing this, like the, this is my my end time. I'm not good at that. But I do this with my kids because they'll say, you need to fold your laundry. And they're like, well, I'm in the middle of something right now. I'm in a game or I'm doing my homework or whatever. And I'll say to them, okay, what do you think is, what do you think is a fair time for you to fold your clothes? And we'll agree on it. And then there's no question about it because they're, we've made this pact about when they're going to do something rather than me just harping at them, fold your clothes now. <laughs> right. Right. No, I think that, that that's good because it creates those expectations. And, and I, I guess I would also say I really like your idea of making sure that you take time. I think I put something like take breaks. Like you need to give yourself permission to get up. Even if it's and for me, sometimes it's literally I'm going to get up from my desk. I'm going to walk upstairs. Maybe I'm going to reheat my coffee, but I'm just going to like take a lap and walk, you know, take the dog up there with me, let her go out. But it's 10 minutes that I'm not sitting at my desk. I'm not thinking about things. I can decompress and I'll come back and I'll feel a lot better about about getting stuff done. Marcus will empty the dishwasher or reload the dishwasher a lot. Like when I was trying to get on here, I was like, you were like, oh, I'm ready whenever you are. And I was like, okay, let me get Marcus out of here. And he was like organizing stuff in the garage, which is right next in our kitchen, which is right is right outside of our kitchen, which is right next to the workspace. And he's like, oh, you won't be able to hear this. And I'm like, yes, we absolutely will. It picks up everything. So right. I'm like, help me help you with whatever you're doing in here so you can right. get out and go right. do it in a different room. But we like... um. I'll put a load of laundry in or I'll read for a little bit even or I'll go play with one of my pets. I don't have no shortage of pets to play with. <laughs> or uh, right. I also like your tip about at the end of the day talking about your day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, and uh, the real thing is that if you don't have someone you can easily tell, send yourself an email. I have, um, you, could, you could do that, but there's also a really cool thing. Um, have you ever heard, I may have mentioned this to you before, I've mentioned it to other friends um the happiness advantage by sean aker i think so i'm i think i've heard of it yeah they have this um the whole premise is that if you're happy or you'll be better at your job duh but there's even an app or you can use a journal whatever you like and if you just list three positive things that happened that day it i'm telling you i did it i've not been good about doing it consistently i have been before but it makes a major difference in your mental health and how you feel at work and just how you feel in general. Right. I, I totally agree. And we can link to that. We'll also link to the lamp that you talked about. Um, then the reason I included that is 
because I think it's good to be able to verbalize what you accomplished. And even if it's only for five minutes, just tell someone, but not everyone has a someone they can do that with. And it's even harder now because you can't go out for drinks after work to talk about your day. So I do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, Arkansas. Sometimes. Uh, um, But I mean, it's harder than if you work in an office when everybody's like, let's go anyway. So I, I've suggested this for a while that just send yourself an email, right? Just shoot it. Right. In, in the reason is essentially what you're doing is journaling. Yes. But I'm big on journaling, but a lot of people are not big on journaling. They're, they're like, Oh, that's, that's a commitment. If I'm going to, if I'm going to write a journal, I need a journal. I need either an app or I need a, a notebook or I need a thing or I need so, so journal. I can't journal because if I'm journaling, then I'm one of those people who journals and I'm not going to be one of those people, but guess what you do? You email like everybody emails. Everybody can send an email at the end of the day. And at some point you go back through and you see those emails and you're like, I actually got some crap done. This is, I'm, you know, I'm not feeling that great about myself, but when I look back and I see all the things I've actually accomplished. So I personally, I think that's a great, a great opportunity. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I used to, that's funny you say that because if you don't have someone else to talk to, it's harder to process all those things. And when I was single and I lived by myself, I journaled all the time. I was like, I brought a notebook around with me to capture my thoughts and I'll still do that now and then, but I don't do it as much now that I have someone that I can just kind of unload. Right. <laughs> to. Right. And it's important. Like Beth will come home. She's a nurse. She'll come home and she, she'll need to talk about you shouldn't talk about her specific patients because that's she's not allowed to do that, right? But she'll just in general talk about her day. And she just, and I don't understand any of it. I'm a pretty bright guy, but I have no idea what she's talking about. But that's that's not the point. I listen, right? We And she, we get to talk about it. And then she doesn't have to keep thinking about it, right? So. Yeah. No, I agree with you completely. I highly recommend it. And I just sent you a link so you can put it in the show notes. Um, it's It's free. Happy feed. You can even like put pictures in there. Like something as simple as like, oh, I got some great praise on this article. You could take a little screenshot of the whatever praise you got. And then it, you can shake it or tap a button to like reload a memory from some time. And I was like, I redownloaded it and I got some like warm, fuzzy feels from 2018 when I used it every day. So it's a, it's a cool thing. And you can actually like um, connect with other people or invite friends to like be able to view each other's and talk about your gratitudes or whatever. This is getting very, very zen. Very- no, that's cool. I only have one question, and this is going to lead into the final thing that we're going to have time for. We'll have to save the browser extensions for next week. But my question is, I look at this, is how long do you think it's going to be before Facebook buys them? Before? Before Facebook oh, buys Happy Feed. Ju- it's a joke. Feed. <laughs> it's a joke because... Uh, yeah, I get that the topic. Uh, well, you know... <laughs> I don't think it's, they're big looks, enough or interesting enough for, for Facebook to buy. But I'm looking at the uh, yeah. website right now, and the interface basically looks like Instagram, right? So it's essentially like sharing a shared way of, you know, sharing gratitude and stuff. So, okay, that was a bad way of transitioning. <laughs> but the last thing... No, it's not because... Uh, it's really not because it, I'm looking at the website, too, since I opened it to send it to you. Uh but I could see how something like Facebook would find value in that because, oh, now we have a way for people to share positive things and not just, you know, really weird memes and right. derogative stuff. So the reason I brought that up, 
obviously as just knows and as we're recording this about like two hours ago a bunch of states almost all of them apparently plus the D- district of columbia and guam along with the ftc have sued facebook we we won't have time to get into all of it right now and it's going to take years before this thing gets sorted out but the reason i mentioned it is because it's the first time that there's a very real possibility that facebook could get broken up that's essentially what this this the ftc is asking for they're basically saying make facebook split off instagram and whatsapp and two make it so that they can't they can't buy anything else without approval of the government i'm curious what your uh, your initial thought was what (laughs) yeah my initial thought was okay big companies eat up these little companies all the time and do whatever they want with them but you're like true but if it changes how much it costs the customer and in this case the advertiser um the facebook advertiser or whatnot or um they shut they either actually shut down the api or threaten to shut down the api if they do not agree to an acquisition i think that's a huge problem and totally not okay and i didn't even know that yeah so like the the allegation is essentially that you know facebook well obviously at the time the regulators approved it when when facebook bought instagram because at at that point instagram was like nothing it was very small, very young, and people thought, why are you paying a billion dollars for this? But like Facebook is, I mean, Instagram is probably worth 30 or 40. I don't, that could be way off. It's like worth $30 billion on its own right now. It's a big deal, right? So in the in other instances where companies wouldn't sell to Facebook, the allegation is that Facebook is like, well, fine, we'll cut you off from our our users. You can't, you know, your little photo sharing app you can't you can't make it so that people can send those to Facebook anymore, which basically kills the business, right? So they they're pretty ruthless about it. I think so. I was thinking about this as I was driving to to do on my way to do this. I had to drop off our daughter. I think there's three things that are true at the same time. One, Facebook is an incredible tool for businesses, right? It's an incredible advertising tool. Two, they're way too big for anybody's own good until the government really wants to get involved and three they're terrible on privacy right those three things are all and i guess there's actually four people love using facebook well okay with a caveat (laughs) a lot of people in our age range are quitting facebook because they're so especially in our political climate they're just so tired of seeing all this stuff both my parents are actually off of there now i've considered getting off of there but there are so many things that ties me to it like because they're a giant if I want to look at a certain restaurant, what time they're open, what their specials are. Or, I mean, there's so much junk on there, but I can actually consider just getting off of there and only relying on things like Instagram, but Facebook already owns them. So I also thought it was really interesting that you know Instagram, way back when, they introduced the whole story thing, and then Facebook copied it, and no one liked it, no one cared. Was that before or after Facebook bought them? So it was after in the stories actually started with Snapchat and then Instagram, meaning Facebook copied stories on Instagram, which is interesting because really Instagram is the only place other than Snapchat that stories has really taken off, right? Most people who post a story on Facebook actually posted a story on Instagram and just made it so that it also shared on Facebook. That's I don't know. how mine works. I don't know anybody who actually shares stories on Facebook. So I, I think 
I think that the government at this point can't just say, we told you it was okay to do this thing. And now we're telling you that we can't, we were wrong. Oops, sorry. We messed up. So you have to, I don't know that that's the best thing that we want the government to do, but I also think that Facebook is such a mess that no one knows what they should do about it. You have one company that is capable of influencing elections, right? Knows more about you than your fiance does. Like, let's just be honest, tracks most of the stuff that you do on any website or in any app so that it can sell you ads and is not transparent about it. I wrote an article for business insider. Just, I think it was this week about how upset Facebook is about Apple making a change that will require apps to ask you permission before it can track you. Facebook's like, that's going to kill our advertising model. Here's the thing. If your advertising model, if your business model depends on people being ignorant about how much of their personal information you're capturing and using to target them with ads, then I think your model is probably broken. Right. If, if it will suddenly fail because you're worried that people will say, no, I don't want you to do that anymore. You probably shouldn't do it. Right. That doesn't even seem that complicated. So yeah, the government is now trying to get involved. I don't, I don't know. I haven't had a chance to read the entire lawsuit yet. I've read several of the articles about it. I'll have more of an informed opinion because I do have to write a piece about it tonight. <laughs> but <laughs> And it's a developing story. This is right. something that's going to, you know, it'll to, take to shift five, and change. It'll take five years. Over time. So so yeah, I'll anyway. Be, it, if I'll you, be 40 by then. <laughs> well, I'll have quit Facebook by then probably. But <laughs> then our children will be using it. So I don't know. So that's that's going to have to be a good place for us to end for today. We had another item, but it'll be great. We can talk about it um, next week. And uh, we will talk to you then. Awesome. Thanks, guys.